This is the Starkville State of Mind, hosted by Justin Strawn. Welcome to the Starkville State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Glad to be back with you on a normal schedule, doing things the way that they somewhat seem quasi-normal. Maybe no pandemic-produced uh, produced effects this time around. So, two shows in one week, kind of like the old days. Feels good again, guys. All right, so obviously we have a lot to talk about. We are just most likely, when you will be listening to this, which will be on Thursday, uh, about 48 hours away from game day. And we are extremely excited about that. Obviously, I know we have all been waiting for the return of college sports and specifically college football. So uh, we're going to go ahead in this show, talk about what I plan to do is to give you a breakdown of my prediction for the 2020 season uh, game by game. I want to start at the back with Missouri and end with LSU and give you a little bit more of a detailed preview about the LSU game. It may not be that detailed, though, and I'll get into that once we get to the LSU game. So I don't know how long the show this is going to be. could be end up being kind of short just because I'm not going to spend a ton of time going over these predictions, but we'll just wait and see and see how that goes. All right, before we do anything else, though, let me tell you guys about our sponsor, Cherokee Valley Golf Course. If you're a golfer and you live in the Greater Memphis area, you're probably just like me looking for the best opportunity for you to spend your golfing time wisely. Well, why not look and check out Cherokee Valley Golf Course? My son and I golf there almost every single time we go out, and it's a great course whether you're a skilled golfer looking for a challenge or if you're a beginner somewhat like me and just trying to learn how to play the game. My son and I have been playing there for years, and we would highly recommend it. They've done a great job of keeping the course maintained. It's a beautiful course, lots of wonderful practice facilities, no reason that you shouldn't be out there honing your game. So if you're in the Olive Branch area or in the greater Memphis area, give Cherokee Valley Golf Course a look and go ahead and tell them I sent you. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course. You can call them at 662-893-4444 or you can book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the show. Obviously, like I said, we got a lot to talk about. We are going to be starting with my my prediction by schedule. It's probably not going to differ that much from most anybody else, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time going through the games and giving really detailed explanations for any of these games except for the LSU game. And Like I said, that one may not be just really detailed just because there's still going to be a lot of new faces for both the Bulldogs and the Tigers come Saturday when they take the field. But I will, like I said, I'll break down my thoughts on the schedule and what it looks like uh, Mississippi State will be facing as they go through the year. Now, like I said, I'm going to start at the back end and work my way towards the front so that I can end with the LSU game and my prediction for it. Now, when you look at the schedule, the interesting thing about their schedule, Mississippi State's schedule this year, is – it might start off kind of bleak, guys. I'll just go ahead and tell you this much right now. The, the best opportunities to make a little hay is going to be at, at the back end. Uh, so let's go ahead and start there with Missouri. This is going to be the first time that Missouri gets to come to Starkville 
it won't be in front of a packed house. I guess it's possible that the governor could uh, reduce some restrictions between now and then. However, I don't know if that's going to be the case. We're getting ready to go into flu season. At the school I'm working at, we've already got some flu cases. Uh, we have actually, I haven't actually had any COVID cases at our school, thankfully. But uh, like I said, if we start, the flu starting to come in, that's going to probably exacerbate any issues with the virus. And while it's great here in Mississippi, it's not great in other parts of the country where there's currently 28 uh, states that are recording increases in cases and increases in deaths and those types of things. So I don't know that we're completely done away with it, but uh, like I said, I, I don't see, foresee us ever getting past the 25% restriction. We might be able to get to 50 if through the flu season, if we can keep the numbers down, uh, we might be able to get to 50. But when Missouri makes their trip, it won't be a typical, it won't be a typical environment like we're used to in Starkville. It feels to be nice. I mean, like I said, 25% is better than nothing. But, uh, you know, we just kind of got to do what you got to do. So, look, Missouri, they're kind of in the same situation as Mississippi State. They kind of disappointed the last couple of years. Replaced their coach. Uh, They now have uh, Eli Drinkwitz, who came from, I think, Appalachian State. If I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Possibly. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember where he came from. But he's... uh, he got this. He got his job just after a year of being there. I mean, he picked up a, and took over a winning program uh, at a Power Five school and continued that winning tradition in one year. So it's interesting that he was able to parlay that into a Power Five job. Now Missouri is about like Mississippi State in terms of the football pecking world. So it's you know it's a mid it's a mid level job in terms of the nation. Uh, but it's still in a Power 5 conference. So, uh, look, like I said, I think Mississippi State is better than Missouri. They have recruited better than Missouri. I think they are going to be better coached. I think Mike Leach is a better coach. And I think they have Mississippi State has a better quarterback. The question is the defense. But I don't know enough about Missouri to tell you if they're going to be able to pass the ball, run the ball, do whatever. I still just think Mississippi State is going to be a better team based off of recruiting, based off the fact that it is at home, even though that's not going to play that big of a factor. It'll still play some. So, I do think Mississippi State will get the win over Missouri. The week before, they will have taken on the Ole Miss Rebels. Look, for some reason, there's a lot of love for Ole Miss outside in the media world. And I don't get what it is. The the media predictions, I don't know when they did them, but the media predictions were put out by the SEC today. Mississippi State and Ole Miss are tied for fifth. And I, I just don't see it. I, I think Mississippi State is better. I don't think they're like head and shoulders are better, but I think they're better. I think they're a better team. I think I, I don't like the quarterback situation for Lane Kiffin. He either has to go with Matt Corral, who is a much better fit for the offense that he wants to run, or try to make John Rice Plumley, who cannot throw the football, make him work in Oxford. And I just I don't see how that's going to work. So I just don't get the love for Ole Miss. And they're, they're not going to be good defensively. They're, they're better than they had been. Uh, last year was better than it had been in previous years. But it still wasn't good. Uh, their secondary is going to be really, really bad. And it's going to be going up against a team that wants, that should, by by the time we get to November 28th, Thanksgiving weekend, the, old, the Mississippi State offense should be clicking on high, pretty much every cylinder. And the Ole Miss defense probably won't stand a chance against being able to stop Mississippi State. Now, the question is, can Mississippi State's defense stop them? I don't know. Uh, but I just like Mississippi State's 
chances of this a lot. I really do. Now, obviously, things could change between now and November 28th. But as of right now, I think Mississippi State is going to win this game. I think they could win it pretty handily. Uh, the week before that, November 21st, they will take on Georgia. Uh, look, Georgia's just really talented. I don't know what's going to happen with their quarterback situation. I don't know if they're going to have the offense that they need to have. Uh, I'm hoping that Mississippi State's defense will gel a little bit and kind of figure some things out by the time they get to the Georgia game and give them a fighting chance. Because if they can, if the defense can kind of come together and kind of figure things out earlier in the season – I think there is actual upset potential here with this Georgia game because I think Georgia is going to struggle offensively. I don't know if they have court, they're they're going to have their quarterback situation worked out all year long. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But I, I think there is a potential for some upset. But we got to get a lot closer to that game before I'm willing to call it. They they just have a mega talented roster. They they're going to be extremely good defensively. They're going to be one of the better defensive teams in the country. And I don't know that Mr. State's going to be able to put up enough points to get past the Bulldogs uh, when they travel to Athens on November 21st. But, you know, it, it could change between now and then. We'll see. The Auburn Tigers. Mr. State will take on Auburn in Starkville on November 14th. Look, I don't know what to make of Auburn. I, I, I never know what to make of Auburn. There are years where it looks like they should be down, and this kind of feels like a year that they should be down. I don't know that I trust Bo Nix, but Bo Nix absolutely lit up Mississippi State last year, and that was with a much better defense that he's going to have this year. Now, it could just be the fact that Mississippi State had a bunch of guys that were suspended and weren't able to get pressure on him, and that's the reason why he had such a field day against the Bulldogs last year. It's quite possible. But it's also quite possible that he's going to get that secondary, that that unproven, inexperienced secondary that Mr. State has and absolutely light them up again. So, uh, look, I'm going to just, just because of the fact I don't know that Mr. State is at a point where they could overcome that. I, I, look, I, I think this is, a game, this is a game that I could very easily uh, flip on. It's, in terms of the games that I'm predicting that a loss in, it's the second most likely, if you ask me, for Mississippi State to be able to turn what I think is going to be a loss right now into a win later on in the year. But I do think it's going to be a loss as of right now. Vanderbilt, November 7th. It is homecoming. That should be interesting. With New I didn't even know if they're going to do homecomings this year with the whole pandemic issues. But it looks like they're trying to. Anyway, uh, Mississippi State will be taking on Vanderbilt on November 7th. It's going to be – look, it, it's Vanderbilt. <laughs> They should win. They should win this game easily. I, I, I'm, Vanderbilt's not going to be very good. They're going to struggle significantly on offense. Their only hope is that their defense might keep them in some games. I don't know that's going to be the case. So, uh, Miss State should have a win. And according to the schedule I've looked at so far, in the back half of the schedule, Mississippi State would be 3-2. and two. It's the front half of the schedule that's going to be a challenge. Okay. All right, Alabama. That's going to be a loss. I don't look. Uh, Alabama's they're Alabama. I mean, they replaced their guys. Their their five star guys. The five star guys could Mike Leach pull an upset. Yeah, I guess it's possible. But as of right now, I just don't see it. Texas A and M on October seventeenth. This is in Starkville. This is the game that I'm predicting a loss, but I think is most has the biggest possibility for a win for the Bulldogs. Look, Mississippi State has played Texas A&M really well over the past few years. Uh, ever since 2014, Mississippi State has won – how many have they won? They've won 2014, they've won 16, 17, 
and 18. So four out of the past six games against the Aggies, the Bulldogs have won. And they've just seemed to have had their number, and it was really the case when Nick Fitzgerald was at the quarterback position. Will they be able to do it this year? I don't know. Uh, look, I'm just not a big believer in Texas A&M. I'm not a big believer in Jimbo Fisher. I know he won a Heisman Trophy, but he had Jameis Winston, who had an unbelievable season his freshman year, and he just hasn't shown that he is that same type of a coach ever since then. I, I, like I said, I'm giving Texas A&M the slight edge right now just because of the fact that they have more talent on their roster. But this is the game, if you ask me, that – as of right now, here on November, not November, September 23rd, that I believe if Mississippi State was going to turn one of the games I'm predicting a loss into a win, I think it could be this one. Actually, the next one, Kentucky, October 10th. I really don't know what to make of Kentucky. Look, they are a much improved team. They are a vastly improved team, but I just, I think they can win this game. I really do. I think Mississippi State can win. I don't know if they will, but I think they can. Look, this is a game that Mississippi State has to turn back into an automatic W. For every year of the Dan Mullen era, except for 2016, when he had the Peter Sermon debacle going on, you could count the Kentucky game as a win for the Bulldogs, and that's one of the reasons why they were able to elevate themselves in the SEC West pecking order, or just in the SEC pecking order in general, because of the fact that the Kentucky game became an automatic win. It hasn't been the case, though, these past four years. It has been a split. Whoever's played at home has won the game. Now, will that be the case this year? I don't know. I'm not as big of a believer in Mark Stoops as everybody else is. Yeah, he's done a good job with Kentucky, but it took him forever to get that program going in the right direction. I think he's kind of figured some things out. I think that's definitely true, but I don't believe he is this, like, generational coach that Kentucky should just be thanking their lucky stars that they found and they decided to keep. I'm going to go ahead and predict Mississippi State to win, but this is the game where I think that if I'm predicting a win, could most likely turn into a loss uh, just because Kentucky is good. They should be pretty good. But they also – they could come into this game struggling just as much as Mississippi State because uh, they could come to this game 0-2 based on their schedule. Now, they've got Auburn to start with and I think Tennessee to follow, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. I haven't looked at their schedule. But there's a possibility that they could be 0-2. I don't remember who they play second week. But if they beat Auburn in their first game, then Kentucky could end up – Coming in with a lot of confidence. If they don't, it could be a game that Mississippi State could go up to Lexington and steal. So, all right. Game before it, Arkansas. Mississippi State's going to win. Look, there are some people who are trying to be hot takey and predict an Arkansas win for over the Bulldogs. That's that's not going to happen. Arkansas hired an offensive line coach to be their head coach. I I don't see anything in Sam Pittman to just be really excited about. Maybe he's going to be good. Maybe he's going to have a decent year. But I don't expect it to start looking decent by the second game of the week, especially when their first game of the week is against Georgia. They're not going to have time to work a whole lot of things out. So I just don't see it happen. Uh, Miss State should win. I don't, even if they are better than they were last year, I don't think it's going to be better enough to overcome the huge gap that – is going to exist that was that existed last year when Mississippi State took on start took on Arkansas. So I like I just I just don't see that happening. So I think Mississippi State gets the win. So in the nine games, I am predicting one, two, three, four, five wins. 
So five, and that's that's high, guys. Uh, there's not a lot of people predicting five wins from Mississippi State. A lot of people are predicting three or four. Uh, and look, like I said, Kentucky's kind of a swing game. Uh, they could swing one way or the other. Uh, but I think there's an opportunity to do having an amazing season if you can if you can find a way to beat Texas A&M. If you can find a way to beat Auburn. And like I said, who knows? If you can find a way to beat Georgia, you got a chance for an excellent season. And the game on Saturday against LSU, which we're going to talk about here in just a second, you know, I don't think it's without out of reach. And we'll talk about why I don't think that here in just a moment. All right, let's go ahead and get into the LSU game. Uh, like I said, it's going to take place probably about 48 hours after you listen to this podcast. Uh, maybe a little bit less, a little bit more, just depending on when you listen. But Mississippi State is traveling to Baton Rouge on Saturday to take on the LSU Tigers on CBS. Look, this is a game that I really, 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 really want to pull the trigger on and say that Mississippi State is going to pull the upset. I really do. Look, I'm still not convinced about Ed Orgeron. I think that he did a – I think he has learned that he needs to be more of a CEO-type coach instead of trying to be a highly involved, hands-on type coach because that's the reason why his team has been pretty good the past couple of years. And that's the reason they won the national championship last year is because he turned a lot of the team over to his coordinators, to his assistants, and let them specialize in what they do best – and just allowed them to work. And that's one of the reasons why I think he was able to win a national championship. I still do not trust him as, like, this great coach. I, I'm not putting him up there with Nick Saban. I'm not putting him up there with, I don't know, um, i trying to think of some of the other great coaches in the country right now. But you get the point. I just, I just don't see him in that, ca- ca- in that echelon yet. Now, if he can, if he can continue this trend of being – Getting, basically getting LSU back to the point where they can compete consistently with Alabama, then I'll put him right there. But right now, I st- just because he had one really good year with a, a, a guy in Joe Brady who knew how to get the most out of Joe Burrow, the quarterback, and turn him into the weapon that he was, I don't know if he's going to strike that goal twice. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. But like I said, I, I am still not convinced on Ed Ordra. I'm probably one of the few in the world that is not, but I still just am not. And the other reason I want to pull the trigger is because, look, Baton Rouge at 25,000 people, that's about how many I guess will be there. That's not as nearly an intimidating place as as it will be. It's not going to be as loud. It's not going to be as hard to... To, to win in that stadium when it's only 25% full. It's not going to be as difficult, when, especially when it's during the day. They won't have this all day long to get liquored up and to get as rowdy as they normally are, especially when it's at night. So it's another reason why I think you can have an upset potential here. The other re- last reason is just because LSU is returning five starters, five from their championship team. Now, Obviously, they have a ton of talent that they are replacing those five starters with. I understand that, and I get that. But I just see that this could be a game where if if everything, if Mississippi State is able to play as well as they can on offense, and if they are able to do what Mike Leach is known for on offense, and they've got the quarterback to do it, 
I think K.J. Costello is the type of quarterback that is going to elevate the play of his receivers around him. I think he's going to be able to figure some things out in that defense and be able to have a little bit of control over what's going on on the field. Look, it's not going to be perfect. I don't expect him to just come out and, you know, throw for 500 yards, uh, six touchdowns or anything like that. I think that we might get a game like that against Vanderbilt or Arkansas. But I don't see that happening against against LSU, but I think you will have some opportunities to put some points on the board. Look, the defense should be better for LSU than it was last year because it was pretty bad. Uh, so I think they have an opportunity to be better this year. Uh, somebody said that running a 4-3, which is what they are switching to with Bo Pelini as their new defensive coordinator, they think, they think that the personnel is better. Uh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I still think Mississippi State has a chance here. Uh, like I said, K.J. Costello, I think it, I think he's really going to take the SEC world by surprise. I think he has the potential to do some really special things in this Mike Leach offense. I really think Colin Hill has the capability to do some really special things. I could see him putting up, you know, 150 all-purpose yards a game. If And if he can do that, then he's going to give the Bulldogs a chance to win. You know, there's lots of reasons to be excited and reasons to be think there's some potential. But you, the thing that holds me back is the fact that the just pure amount of talent that LSU has, it's better than Mississippi State's. There's no question about that. Mississippi State does not have the talent level that the Tigers do. And it is going to be a difficult hurdle for the Bulldogs to overcome. I, can they do it? Yes. Will they be able to do it right now? I just don't think so. I would love to be wrong about that come Saturday afternoon around 6 o'clock and see that Mississippi State has pulled off the upset. Look, I just don't see LSU – I think they're going to lose a couple – at least two games. I think they're losing to Florida. I think they're losing to Alabama. And like I said, I can see them losing here to Mississippi State. This is going to be an inter- – I just really think this is going to be an interesting game for both teams because both teams need to figure out a lot of things. They need to figure it out really quickly because there's a lot of new things happening for both teams. Mississippi State's putting in a brand-new offense, brand-new defense. LSU's putting in, for the most part, a brand-new offense, a brand-new defense. I know they're planning to run the same offense that they ran a year ago in LSU. But the guys, the guy who made that offense, the two guys, when we say that, the two guys who made that work, the two Joes, Joe Brady and Joe Burrow, they're not there anymore. And I'm not convinced that Miles Brennan is going to be able to just pick right up where, to pick right up where Joe Burrow left off, especially without having without having Joe Brady there. Look, uh, Steven Smyre is their coordinator. They got the guy from Dallas, I can't remember his name, Linehan, that's right, Scott Linehan, the former offensive coordinator who Dallas fans, and many of you are Dallas fans, couldn't stand. He was not creative. He's not a guy that is known for his just prowess and play calling and playmaking. I just don't see a lot to be excited about on that part. Look, they've got talent, and that normally can win games even if you can't scheme well or do any of those other things well. So they should win this game. There's there's no question about that. They are the they're a 19 and a half point favorite, and they should be a favorite. But I don't think they should be that much as of right now. What's holding me back is Mississippi State's defense. I, I even though I have lots of questions about the offense for LSU going into this game. I have far more questions about Mississippi State's defense, especially in the secondary. Uh, there were lots of jokes made about London Craft, who is apparently either currently still a walk-on or a former walk-on who has won the free safety job or strong safety. Anyway, he's, he's one of the safeties. 
and everybody was like, who is London Kraft? Well, we didn't know who he was because he was a walk-on, but apparently he did play some on special teams last year, and you know, this is the guy that you're kind of turning over to be the last gasp at protection on the big plays. My hope for this Mississippi State defense, and I'm hoping it starts to show up here in game one against the LSU Tigers on Saturday, is that the defense can be like the 2014 defense. The 2014 defense, a lot of people didn't thought it wasn't very good because they gave up a lot of big plays. And they did. They gave up a lot of big plays. There's no question about that. But the 2014 defense, if you go and look at uh, Bill Connolly, who works now for ESPN, he used to work for SB Nation, uh, and he did advanced analytics. Uh, that's his big thing is advanced analytics. If you look at the 24 defense, 2014 defense based on his numbers and what he kept up with, it was a very efficient defense that had that was just susceptible to big plays. They maintained their their presence against the run was very very good. Uh, they kept short plays in the passing game pretty much well under control. It was just when teams tried to go over the top or bust them for big plays, that's when the 2014 defense really struggled. And that's when they really failed to match up and take Mississippi State into an SEC championship game because they had the offense. They just didn't have the, – the defense just got burnt a few times too many. And that's what people tend to remember. I would be okay with that this year. You're going If you give up some big plays, that's fine. Just try not to get, you know – one bite here, one bite there, and not just get nibbled to death. That's the one thing I don't want because the best part of Mississippi State is going to be their offense. At least it should be their offense, I'll say that. And if it is, then they'll they'll be fine. But if the defense is struggling and the offense is struggling, it could be a, a disaster every year or so. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be that case. Look, I know you know Joe, Joe Moorhead was supposed to be an offensive guru and he was supposed to come in and bring just this dynamic, explosive offense to the Bulldogs, and it just never panned out. And some people are a little bit worried that that could be the same with Mike Leach. Look, Joe Moorhead doesn't have the same track record that Mike Leach does. Joe Moorhead had two years at Penn State showing what he could do with an offense. That's a lot different than 18 years as a head coach running the same offense, putting some different wrinkles in it and things like that. But still, for the most part, it's the same offense and putting that out there and getting the same results year in and year out. I, I just I just think that Mississippi State's offense is going to be fine. I think it's just going to be a matter of if the defense can keep up. And, look, it won't be an, an ultimatum on Zach Arnett if they don't. If Mississippi State's defense goes out and gets slaughtered against LSU, it's not, an, it's not, a, it's not a ultimatum on him. It's just going to be the fact that we've got to get some guys with some experience. We've got to get some guys with some reps. And it's like I said in the early condition of the show, I think these guys have potential, but they just don't have the experience yet to be able to capitalize on that potential. They can get it this year, and they need to get it this year, but it's they're just not there yet. Now, if they can develop a little bit sooner than what we thought they would, then it could be a special season for Mississippi State. But as of right now, I do think Mississippi State does lose this game. I think they lose it, uh, let's say, 38-28. to 28 is my final score prediction. Like I said, I, I don't have a lot of faith in LSU's offense, but I have even less faith in Mississippi State's defense at this point. Hopefully they will prove me wrong. So, uh, 
All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show there. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And next week we will discuss in the early week edition, we will look at we will look back at the game against the LSU Tigers, and we will look ahead to the game against the Arkansas Razorbacks in the late week edition. So appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, until next time, hell State. Thanks for listening to the Starkville State of Mind. <laughs>